Ciao, Calcio fans. Welcome to United by Calcio, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the heart of Italian football. And I am your host, Christian. I am joined, as always, by the one and only, the best Inter fan I know, Robbie. Yes, sir. What a welcome. I, I was just trying to, you know, give you a lot of credentials yeah. there, you know. But, that was um, a good one. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, judging by the look on your face, I was I was I was not sure where where, where you were feeling uh, <laughs> that introduction. But uh, on this week's uh, preview episode, again, new structure. Recap episodes will be released every single Tuesdays in your inbox, followed by the preview episode every Thursday, like clockwork, and then special episodes when they're out will be out on Fridays. Uh, with that said, let's get right into this. And we've got two pretty exciting Coppa Italia matchups. Okay. Exciting. I'll take that back. We got two Coppa Italia <laughs> matchups. Uh, I don't know if exciting would be the word. I, I think I was too too uh, hyped up for this episode. Uh, with that said, Roma and Cremonese are playing tomorrow. This, I feel like, is a pretty... And at least in my mind, a self-explanatory matchup. We were just talking about Roma's performance in the uh, recap episode, right to end that episode. Yeah, what are we expecting here? I mean, do we expect Roma to pull away with a win? I mean, they should, right? But do we expect them to lose? What, what's going on? Roma should go through. But this <laughs> is the type of game that they fumble. Yeah. It's just like, Cremonese... I get it. They're not in Serie A. They're still in second in Serie B. And they're playing decent. They're pretty good on the road. They're 5-2-2 two, and two on the road, I mm -hmm. think I saw. And Roma, granted, they've only lost once at home. But we saw with Inter that didn't matter. Because um, I would expect Roma to rotate a little bit in this matchup. Because um, they don't have the depth of the very good teams and even Inter doesn't even have that good of depth at this point, but still I think Roma are going to rotate and that'll create opportunity for Cremonese. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you're, you're right. Uh, Roma's got a, like we mentioned, you know, in a prior episode, Roma's got a, a busy schedule ahead. And we've been talking about this for a while, as you mentioned as well. And uh, you're right. They're probably going to rotate. I think even with that, they should win. There's no reason why Cremonese should pull ahead here. Uh, they are currently, from what I'm looking at, they were sixth on the Serie B table. Um, that's not a bad spot to be, though. They're not that far from the, the league leaders, which are Parma far, uh, far away from everybody else, which is impressive, honestly. But uh, that aside, I mean, this should be a, a shoe-in for Roma. Uh, this is an opportunity to get deeper into a cup match and potentially add a trophy to the to their season, right? Uh, I'm sure they probably would would like to feel some sense of accomplishment this season. And Roma fans deserve it, I think. They're some of the most passionate fans in Serie A. Um, you know, sometimes in the in the in the worst way, like <laughs> you know, after the Champions League loss, or I mean, not Champions Europa, League, I but yeah, like Europa yeah, League that's matchup. Mourinho for you. That that wasn't great, but generally very very good fans, and he deserves some some wins there. Uh, with that said, what is your prediction for this matchup? I mean, where where do you see this landing? Two one Roma in extra time, a podcast special. 
Wow, very specific. Extra yeah. time to yeah. one win. So they're going to really be fighting this. All right. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give Roma the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say they're going to beat Cremonese 1-0, but it's not like a big doubt here. <laughs> the doubt. It's more like Cremonese is going to, you know what they're going to do. They're playing Roma. So they're going to park the bus, right? There's no other, like they're not going to, they're not going to just yeah. go all out attack because they're going to get murdered on that front. Uh, pardon the language there, but nonetheless, <laughs> backing up. They are going to uh, absolutely park the bus, and as they should, right? They have limited resources, not the same lineups. So given that, I expect a 1-0 win. Uh, Roma will just squeak by. That's, yeah, nothing nothing too entertaining, nothing too terribly boring. But that's it. Paramount Plus, that'll be on Wednesday at 3 p.m. So with that exciting, blood-boiling matchup, uh, we'll move on to another exciting and even more blood-boiling matchup. Uh, Juve Salernitana. Uh, if you sense sarcasm, it's because there is sarcasm. This is some; These are some interesting matchups, not going to lie. Um, you always hope for some excitement, but Coppa Italia is like this, I suppose. Um, that's just the, f- the, the, the makeup of it. But anyhow, uh, Juve Salernitana uh, at home. This feels like a shoe-in victory. Right, I mean, this is four out of the last five games have been wins for Juve. Salernitana have been struggling, lost three out of the last five, one one zero against Verona, and tied against uh, Milan. So, what are we expecting, Robbie? Yeah, I mean, Juventus just absolutely have to win this game. You're the second best team in Italy. You're facing the worst team in Serie A. Yeah, I mean. There's not too much else to say. It's just Juventus, even if they rotate, they should be able to handle Solonitana pretty well. I mean, Kondreva doesn't stop aging. I mean, uh, he's <laughs> eight, so like, the guy just scores bangers constantly. So maybe he does, but still, like, there's just Juventus can't be losing this game. No, and I mean, we, uh, we have the best record at home at this point seven, two, and zero. So. No defeats at home, which is fantastic. Um, Inta can't say that. Just FYI, in case you were wondering, Robbie. Uh, y'all lost. So that was that. Um, not rubbing in your face or anything. I just wanted to make sure you, you know. Um, How many that times? Aside, you know, there's something you know, that, that also hasn't uh, done that Juventus has <laughs> done. What is that? What is that? What was Clinton that? Seri B. <laughs> uh, well, you know, yeah. we crushed Serie B. We crushed it <laughs> when we were there. We were we owned that place. So just just saying, uh, y'all haven't done that either. We dominated uh, Serie B. Yeah. Serie B became Juventus League at that that year. <laughs> uh, so not because we bought anyone, by the way. Mm. Not because we bought anyone. Sure, Inter was implicated <laughs> then too. Let's not forget this, buddy. Calciopoli did not include just Juventus. All right, Inter was implicated as well. Campeones, talking a lot of crap. Talking a lot of crap for a guy whose team was also involved in this scandal, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Jokes aside, though, <laughs> back to this. Yeah, there should be a no-brainer uh, victory for Juventus. Uh, what's your prediction, though? What what's was that? yours? I want to see yours first. Oh, why, yeah. why is that? You're the fan. Oh, is that so? Um, you know what? Mm, I 
feel like I always give a, a crazy, like, high up a score and they always disappoint me. But I'm going to do it this time and they're not going to disappoint. Like, they're just going to do totally what I, yeah. I'm just going to go with a simple 1-0 victory. That's that's it. Yeah. What's what's your prediction? I am going 0-0. Oh, Juventus come on. go through on penalties. You know what? I don't appreciate that, sir. Yeah. That, four that's two one penalties. That to be four, exact. Four, yeah. Wow. That doesn't have to if it goes to penalties and they win, that that, that counts as a win in my column. Uh I mean it does. But I'm sure. going extra four two on penalties. Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. And you're really dragging the torturing out for uh for all Nostradamus. You oh, is that me. what you are now? Okay. Yep. I'll Here remember to change the uh the introduction for the next yeah. episode. Uh, of course. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be, I'll get right on that. Don't worry, Robbie. But uh, with that said, um, you know, that concludes the Copa Italia uh, matchups, at least for the time being, we still have to wait, obviously on Milan, uh, not Milan. I'm sorry. Milan played today. That was a three, zero drubbing. Four, one, four, they one, smashed. I bet. Four, they one, two late, two very late goals. <laughs> four, one drubbing of, um, Cagliari. That was it. I mean, I think I was expected. You know, Milan did what they needed to do, showed up. And Jovic, by the way, played very well. He got two goals, right? I believe that was uh, that was the end of that. There you go. Am I correct he's, he's on that? Out. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's good. That's what you want from him, right? So you want two goals. Uh, Teo got two assists. Uh, Traore scored. And uh, so did Pulisic get an assist. And Leao scored. So there you go. That's a good overall team effort. Let's just put it that way. Uh, with that said, this concludes the Copa Italia segment. Let's now move on to previewing uh, match day 19. It's crazy. We are now, at this point, halfway through with this coming week. That's crazy. Yeah. So let's start at the top here with uh, Bologna-Genoa, right? I mean, we're just talking about Genoa, right? Uh they, they've held their own against Inter and Juve in back-to-back weeks. And Bologna just had a pretty massive explosion uh, against Sudinese, right? They sort of just faltered. What exactly are we expecting out of this game? Who's going to prevail? Uh, I think Bologna. They will prevail. Like this, These two teams are the same, but Genoa's Bologna light where Bologna is actually like a really good team and Genoa is just like a sometimes good, sometimes eh, team. But Mm -hmm. they both are really good at home. And Bologna is at least getting some points on the road. Genoa is very poor on the road. Yeah. And I think that 7-1-1 at home record for Bologna is going to come through. They've only conceded four times in nine games. Mm -hmm. Uh, I expect them to continue that record and win two to nothing that seems like a solid prediction um i am worried about lewis ferguson being missing from this game he's suspended because of uh Mm -hmm. accumulated uh cards there so that's unfortunate right that's a big loss for them he is the heart of that of that offense so i'm gonna say one zero because of that i I know it seems sort of like you know drastic i know xerxes is still there but he does provide a lot of that creativity there. Um, I mean, it's still winning, 
right? This is still Bologna, and they're still playing at home, and they're still seven one and uh, or eight one and one in my in my view at at the end of this. So either way, it's fine. But you say two zero, I say one uh, zero. We're just splitting uh, splitting airs at this point. But uh, Genoa, I agree, doesn't really have the ability to compete here. They've been very poor on the road, like you just mentioned. Also, they just can't match the talent the talent pool that uh, Bologna have. Uh, these teams might as well be in different worlds when it comes to talent. Uh, when you look at the lineups, like you were talking about Juve and Roma in the last episode, there's a disparity, pretty noticeable disparity right away. And if uh, Bologna can hold on to Xerxes, Ferguson, et cetera, for another season, right? Even Salamakers, maybe on an extended loan or even purchase, maybe they can, you know, have an impact, right? But in this game, seems like a Bologna pull through. Um, additionally, let's move on to the next matchup from this uh, coming week, uh, which is Inter uh, Verona, which is, it, this is awesome. This starts at the, everyone's favorite time at 6.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Who doesn't love waking up at 6.30 a.m. for this game? I it's bet you the do. Lunch, the lunchtime kickoff. It's it's the curse of the lunchtime kickoff. I swear every time Inter plays it in lunchtime kickoff, it is the most infuriating game ever. They you should have put the Genoa game true. at lunchtime kickoff. <laughs> that would have been yeah. makes sense. But yeah, I mean, look, Inter should win this game. Yeah, they should. They They got to get back on it. Verona are not good on the road. They're one, two, no. and six. Mm-hmm. Like Inter are seven, two, and oh at home. Mm-hmm. I get it. Toro is hurt, but you just got to find ways to win, and you got to have your depth step up. So Arnautovic has to step up. Taram has to be that guy that we've he been does. praising week yep. in and week out. He needs to show up in this game. Um, yeah. I do think it'll probably be a slower start, but I think they get the job done. Three one, final three one. Yeah, that's fair. That's a totally uh, that's a totally fair. um, I would. I could see them going up two nothing. They let in a goal, make it a little bit more of a sweat, and then they get a late one. You know, it's an interesting point. Uh, I mean, this Kievo, not Kievo. Sorry, (laughs) I miss Kievo. That was a great team. Uh, (laughs) This uh, Verona side, uh, man, that is a throwback. This Elas Verona side is uh, fantastically bad at scoring, like really fantastically bad. At They're 17th in a league out of 20 teams in scoring. That tells you something. They haven't won an away game in their last nine matches. And, well, what do you expect, right? They're playing Inter at San Siro. There's, I, I think this game is going to be a blowout. 4-0 is what we're predicting. This is just a straight-up drubbing. There's just no mercy. Inter's just going to be like frustrations from Genoa game. Here they're going to go, which you can't blame them. I mean, I, I you know, as a neutral, I was frustrated watching that game. So this is it. Revenge match. <laughs> um, get all your, it's a, the cathartic uh, match rather. Uh, with all that said, uh, we've got another interesting matchup between Sassuolo and Fiorentina, uh, two teams at very different points in their season. One just totally backsliding here. They've lost four of the last five. Uh, the only positive point there, their draw against Udinese, which is not really a great positive point. Uh, on the other end, Fiorentina have been doing very well. Three straight 1-0 wins in Juve fashion. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Allegri's smiling right now. Uh, and then two draws against Ferenc Vasos, um, 
and uh, Fenerbahce. I'm sorry, and uh, Roma. So, what are we expecting in this matchup? I mean, yeah, I mean they haven't lost in eight straight. Uh, Fiorentina, that is, mm-hmm. and I expect that to continue. They're just in good form. Sassuolo are. are the complete yeah. opposite, and it feels like Sassuolo can't get out of their own way. Fiorentina are slowly putting putting together a really good campaign. They're in fourth. Mm-hmm. While everyone's raving about Bologna, Fiorentina are exactly where they need to be. Um, and yeah, I if I have to make a prediction, since we do, I would <laughs> say 2-1 podcast special Fiorentina. 2-1. Wow, that's uh, you're being generous. You're being very, very generous. Um, it's on the road, so it's it's a tougher game. But I mean that's a that's a fair but point. Still, like yeah. Sassuolo are are two two and five at home, so not exactly good. But still, Fiorentina have only won four of their nine games on the road, two draws, three losses. But fair still. enough. So two one. Uh, we do not give uh, Sassuolo any chance for a redemption in this game, huh? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean I I would agree with your uh, your. Uh, prediction there. I think two one might be even a little kind, but let's just say because Berardi's there, and the Fiorentina team is very prone to goals. I'm going to say three uh, two, giving up goals. That is, so I'm going to say three two Fiorentina win. Um, but Berardi, I expect him to score, and I expect Pinamonti to score. So that's that, and now we can transition to. Another very exciting matchup, uh, Torino and Napoli. There's only one of these two teams that are playing relatively well recently, and that's Torino. Napoli's just been disappointing on so many fronts at this point. Uh, granted, Torino's not exactly been scoring goals this season. I mean, they're 17th as well in goals per match. They are, however, unbeaten in the last four. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Napoli haven't scored in three straight matches. What are we expecting here? Uh, I expect it to be four straight matches. Um, Napoli are in a free fall. Like, they're not the team that they were last year. They're struggling. Um, Torino are playing really well at home. Granted, they don't score a lot, but they don't concede a lot. So I think that'll yeah. go in their favor against Napoli. Um, granted, they'll get Osman and Politano back. Um so that's not exactly the best news for Torino. But I'm thinking a one nothing Torino win. They'll just get it done defensively, find a way to score, maybe through Zapata. Um, and yeah, just feels like Torino doesn't play beautiful football, but they just don't right. give you that many chances. No. And... I think they'll see the game script of the last couple of Napoli performances and just know you mm-hmm. got to frustrate them. Yeah. And Milankovic Savage can make some saves. Yeah. He'll have to yeah, pull his inner Di Gregorio. <laughs> you also you also do uh you know have Illich in the midfield there who's who's pretty good. Uh who's been doing some great things this season for uh, Torino. Um uh, and then you got Buongiorno in the back line there so he he's a very good center back. And I, I ex- fully expect him to be uh, elsewhere after this off season, mm-hmm. sort of like with Bremer, uh, you know, season before. So, you know, I, I'm guessing Inter would not hate to have Buongiorno in their lineup uh, next year. 
I, I suspect Juve is going to swoop right in because of the, the Torino connection here. But, uh, yeah, it'd be great. I'd love to see him play in uh, black and white. With that said, my prediction uh, is going to be a Napoli 2-0 win. Uh, I just see them coming back to life against Torino. And Torino has, again, just not been scoring goals very much. I mean, when you're averaging 0.8 per, per game, that's not good. No. It does not inspire confidence at all. Uh, it's problematic because they don't have somebody to finish, right? Uh, Zapata is just not Zapata of the old. No. Uh, this is not the guy who was at Atalanta in their, you know, sort of uh, Golazzo for free days, you know? It's just ev- everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you look, there was an Atalanta goal. We're just going to keep... This is our favorite team by far, obviously. I think we both are secret Atalanta fans. We're not really into the UF fans. We just love Atalanta. Um, jokes aside, though, yes, 2-0 Napoli victory. And with that... A repeat here. We're going to talk about the Salernitana Juventus matchup. Uh, preview this. This is a, an away game for Juve at this point. You know, away games, like you've mentioned before, can be tricky. But this is Salernitana, right? Uh, last time they played Salernitana away, they, I mean, Juve beat them 3 0. Juve seems to be playing very well. Locatelli suspended for this game because of uh, accumulation. Um, so that sucks. Can uh, Moise Ken is still out until mid January? And well, you know, we've got Kenan Yildits who could very well start. Uh, maybe Kiesa starts in this game. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not sure what, what the rationale is going to be there, but what are you expecting? I think this game will be all Juve. I think they'll just suffocate them to exactly what they want to do. And the minute Salernitana pushes anyone forward, Chiesa and Vlavic hit them on the break, and it'll be a slaughter. And by slaughter, I mean two to nothing because Juventus doesn't really score more than two. <laughs> but but it'll be such a dominating performance yeah. that Salernitana has a 0% chance of winning this game. What's your prediction? 2-0. 2-0. All right. Well, I mean, that that's a totally fair uh, prediction there. Now, uh, you sort of answered this, but do you expect Chiesa and Vlaovic to both be playing this game? I think so. I would expect, expect them to be more rotated in the Copa game. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So just have Milik and uh, maybe uh, Ken and Yildiz, uh, yeah playing in there. That's a fair point. With that said... Let's approach our final game for preview uh, at this point. This is a, kind of the marquee matchup for this week. Uh, Roma-Atalanta. Uh, Atalanta away. Uh, Roma, we talked about how dominant they are at home. They have been, they're now unbeaten. They're only second to Juve on this. Unbeaten in 10 home games at this point. That is impressive. Uh, with that said, we've seen some struggles, and this Atalanta team has surged lately. They've won four out of their last five. And uh, Roma's been kind of sputtering here and there. What are we expecting here? Yeah, I mean, this is a big game for top four battle or potentially five if Italy does end up getting a fifth spot um, with how coefficients go. And yeah, Atalanta are in good form. Roma had this gauntlet of a schedule. And for me, I just think they'll share the spoils. I just don't see 
someone edging each the other out. Um, Roma rely too much on Dybala and Lukaku that I feel like maybe they'll get that one moment of brilliance, but I just don't know if they'll get more. Um, my prediction is one to one. And yeah. Yeah, I expect Roma to, to I mean, Atlanta's, Atalanta's defense, defense is not great. They did just make a move to uh, sign uh, a center back. Uh, we'll talk more about that uh, in another episode. But uh, I do expect Roma to win here uh, because of that. Uh, expect a 2-1 victory. Pod special again. Uh, gotta love those 2-1 score lines. I mean, they're so <laughs> good. Uh, with that said... You know, it could go either way, I suppose. I mean, it always can, right? But I, I do see Lukaku coming back to life. Dybala played well, right, during the Juve game, but he just had no support. There was nothing going on. Nobody was around him to help him. So with this poor defense that Atlanta has, maybe that does come into play here, right? Yeah. Uh, that is an issue. But we shall see where that goes. Uh, yeah. With that, you know, we are at a point where... We are done previewing this uh, halfway yes, point. We are at the halfway point. We are about a little over a month at this point away from Champions League, Europa League, and uh, Conference League matchups. We got plenty of time before that starts up again. So we'll see what happens this uh, round 19, match day 19 here. Uh, thank you for joining us this week, Robbie. Thank you for joining me. Let's see what happens. It'll be interesting. Let's go. If you take one thing from this podcast, just remember Forza Inter. Just know if Inter get a win, they're going to be top of the table halfway through. You know what? It's beautiful. I don't I mean, see that they, happening. What a you? That's not true. You you predicted a win. <laughs> but no, I, I changed my prediction. I changed all of a sudden. I mean, <laughs> Juve and Inter are really on pace for something yeah. special that yeah. we need to oh, talk absolutely. about. Like 48 points halfway through if, if Inter win and 46 for Juve. Like, that's 92 and what, 48, yeah. but 96? Like, that is two heck of a seasons. This, this could end up becoming a Napoli-Juve-esque season. Remember, uh, you know, a few years ago, mm-hmm, yeah. right, where they were, you know, neck and neck, just switching positions every week uh, at the end of the season there? That's what I'm expecting, uh, that sort of late drama. So this is what we want, right? I mean, this is what yeah. we've been waiting for. Uh, so if that happens, fantastic. Uh, I, I think something that's going to be a, a very, very huge, huge uh, impact, uh, an impactful thing that, that we're going to have to watch here is how many transfers each team, Inter and Juve respectively, um, are working on. Because if Juve are able to bolster their midfield with like a Hoiberg, right, who, who, who's who been rumored to be coming, coming to Juve in a, some sort of a loan structure deal with an option to buy or obligation to buy from Tottenham, that could bolster this mid midfield and that could potentially, you know, also bolster the uh, chances of ending up on top. Inter, same thing, right? Inter also working on some deals. There will be another episode where we will talk about all this, but something to watch out for. Uh, exciting matchup. I really, uh, we can only hope that Milan wake up as well and maybe start to sort of uh, get their wheels turning and get closer, but we shall see. Otherwise, it's been a pretty exciting season already. Some interesting results, surprising results. New year, 
New Serie A. Let's get to that Scudetto. Thank you for joining me again, Robbie. Thanks for having me. Ciao, everyone. Ciao.